0: Welcome back to our weekly Sultry Hangout. We're really excited for this week's topic because we're talking about holistic health and sisterhood with a very special guest, Tracy McCorder from Buy Any Greens. So we're really excited and also happy World Vegan Day. So uh, November 1st is World Vegan Day and November is Vegan Month. So this is really exciting to have this conversation right now. As many of you guys know, Alyssa and I have been um Eating plant based for the last three weeks. I'm um, doing uh, Tracy's um, 21 day vegan challenge, and Sultry Mama has joined us as well, and some of our other friends. So it's definitely been exciting way to kind of um, tune into our body, you know, take care of our body and be sustainable not only for our environment and for our community, but for our own bodies. So it's definitely um, been a process, it's just the beginning of the journey. but we also are just excited to kind of um, continue. So Soul Street Sisters, we always say that what we're doing is not necessarily going to be perfect and we don't expect anyone in our community to be perfect, Um, but it's just a way for us to share what we're doing. Um, So hey, hey, Janelle, hey, Tina, hey, Emma, and some other people, yay, Susan's here. Um, But yeah, so I pinned the topic on the bottom. So we're talking about soul food, so nourishing our mind, body, and soul holistic health and sisterhood um, so just as usual as we do with our soul tree hangouts it's just a way for Alyssa and I to connect with all of you and so Alyssa unfortunately is not going to be able to join us today because she's filming for a project that she's in um, but I'm still here um, and then that's why we've been doing some of these guest um, interviews so again today we have Tracy from by any greens joining us which we're really excited um, but yeah as we usually do every Sunday just check in at first so um, let uh, let me know in the comments below how you guys are doing so you know how's your week been I know it's been um, a lot for those of you in school I'm in school right now too so it's midterms Um, and then also comment what you're sipping on so I have just a big glass of water Um, usually I sip on like infused water or something but it's just you know good old plain H2O Um, so yeah just let me know what you guys are sipping on yes we love tracy too so that's why we're so excited to have her here with us um but yeah so i see tracy has joined i'll add her in in about a minute but yeah i just want to know what you guys like how your week has been so feel free to comment in the chat you know how your week has been my last two weeks have been a lot. <laughs> I Like I said, I'm in grad school. I'm actually studying for my master's in public health. Um, but this is like midterm season. So it's been a lot. I've had many, many, many papers, exams, um, you name it. And then also starting to think about my thesis and all of that. So it's just a lot like i said so we would just like to know how you guys are doing tina says drinking some kombucha oh i love kombucha janelle at color eats actually just did a live today that's on her feed about how to make your own kombucha at home so how to brew your own booch uh, so feel free to check out color eats Ooh, okay homemade pineapple ginger juice okay sipping on some water lemon ginger tea with honey okay susan i like that hey Lexus, okay yeah i just love all of that like it's it's making me like oh maybe i should drink something more exciting today but you know h2o is always a good idea um but yeah so everyone who's still joining feel free to comment below what you're sipping on whether that's water kombucha, infused water, tea. Um, and you can also comment below where you guys are tuning in from. Um, I'm here in Washington, D.C. area, because um, I'm out here for grad school, even though everything's virtual. But Alyssa and I are from San Diego, um, so we do have, I know, some Sultry Sisters in our community from out there. But yeah, so I'll go ahead and um, have Tracy join us. We're really excited to have Tracy with us tonight. Let's see. Yeah. be with us tonight, like I said, Alyssa and I, and Sultry Mama, had um, joined her 21-day vegan challenge, so it was really exciting. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) Hi! How are you? Good! I'm so excited to have you, Um, Alyssa and I. Yeah, Alyssa also was so excited to have you here today, but like I said earlier, she's filming for a project that she's doing, because she is an artist and performer, so she unfortunately can't be here tonight, but I am, and she'll watch the recording.
1: Good,
0: good, it's great
1: to be here, (laughs) Tony. (laughs)
0: Yes, it's so great to have you. And those of you who are not familiar with Tracy, she is also a public health nutritionist and author of both um, the books, Buy Any Greens Necessary and Ageless Vegan, which I just gifted to my mom. And so she loves the books too. (laughs) And Tracy is just really awesome. And it's actually really interesting because the last two speakers and you now have all their, um, they're in the public health field. So my friend Jasmine, she was in the public health field. My friend Ivy and all three of us had worked with the CDC for like a fellowship. So we are in the public health realm. And then now we have transferred into like entrepreneurship and some of us have merged both that. And then now it's been like great, like alignment to have you as a guest on our um, platform as well, because your background is in public health too. So I think it's just a bunch of alignment. Um, And I know with our Soul Tree community, they may not be as familiar with public health. So I think it's so great to have all of these different Black women entrepreneurs sharing like what they're doing in the field and also how they're bringing that to the community. And you do exactly that.
1: Well, thank you. Yes, public health is, um, it, it allows you to do so much, right? Because mm-hmm. you can focus on administration, you can focus on nutrition, policy. So there are lots Beautiful. of different ways you can, you can work with that degree for sure. So it's great to be here. (laughs) Yeah, well, first off, like, how are you doing? How's your week been? It's been good. It's been good. You know, we, um, uh, I'm anxious like everybody else about what's Mm going to happen. And, uh, you know, I've been still just doing my work and, uh, you know, hoping for the best. And, um, but we just finished our, uh, 21 day vegan fresh start, as you know so um i am um working with assessing the feedback and the surveys Mm -hmm. and um you know planning our plotting our next steps for the for the nearly twelve thousand women who joined us yes yes
0: it's so (laughs) awesome those of you who are not familiar i'm on Tracy's platform by any green, she has all of that info to if you guys were interested in what that was. But like I said, Alyssa, me and my mom did it. And it was one of those things that like, we didn't know what to expect, really, but it's been so great. And that's definitely on the topic of today's discussion. <laughs> um, but just to start off, like, do you want to introduce yourself? And, um, what the work that you're doing with um, your 21 Day Vegan Challenge and like kind of what was your
1: inspiration
0: behind creating
1: that? Sure, so, wow. So I um, have been vegan myself for 33 years. And one of the reasons that I wanted to, to chat with you is that you reminded me of myself 33 years ago when I was starting. And uh, yeah, so um, I started, well, I mean, I was a little younger. I was in college, not in mm-hmm. grad school at the time. Um, and uh, I was introduced to veganism um, during my sophomore year at Amherst College. Dick Gregory came. Our Black Student Union brought him and to talk about the state of Black America. Instead, he talked about the plague of Black America and how unhealthily mm-hmm. we, should, we eat and why we should go vegan. And that led me on my journey to becoming vegan 33 years ago. And um, during that time, I've been teaching people how to go vegan for 30 years. Um, my mom and one of my sisters went vegan with me, so I've been at this a very long time. Yeah, exactly. So you know, with you and your mom, and my mm-hmm. mom was in her 50s at the time. Nice. Um, my my sister who went vegan with me, we were gosh, how old were we? 20, 19. 20 Mm -hmm. when we started and um in 1997 so you know this is we started 10 years before the internet so we're doing this work in person in communities and and i'm in dc and i'm from dc Mm -hmm. and so we were going all around dc in the 80s and 90s um teaching people how and why to go vegan but there was already a large and thriving Black vegan community in D.C. that I didn't know about growing up but found mm-hmm. out about. Um, and they owned the very first 100% vegan establishments in the city. They were Black-owned in working-class neighborhoods near Howard mm-hmm. University, and there were 12 of them. From the 1970s to the 1990s, there, were, there ended up 14 or 15 of them. So, um, you know, we have a rich pioneering history in DC. And so I immersed myself and just became a part of that community and was, uh, you know, teaching um, how to go vegan. And in 97, my sister Maria and I started the very first vegan website for African Americans. So the internet was brand new. Mm -hmm. Um, There were very few vegan websites, I think maybe four or five. And so then we started BlackVegetarians.com um and that was our first website foray into veganism so that's how long i've been doing this um and but i had a whole other profession at the time so mm-hmm. i was a museum director and for 10 years and then decided that i wanted to completely change professions and go into public health nutrition so uh, i did that and ended up writing my first book in 2010 um called by any greens necessary as you mentioned and that was Thank you. That was the first vegan diet, vegan diet book for Black mm-hmm. women. Um, there was a vegan collection of essays by Black women that came out a few months earlier, Sister Vegan. Um, and so this is the 10th anniversary of that book. And so I wanted to do something to commemorate that and uh, ended up coming up with this idea to help 10,000 Black women go vegan mm-hmm. in 2020 during this anniversary year. And so, you know, obviously I came up with this idea before COVID, and we soft launched it in February, thinking we were going to officially launch it in May, Mm. and it was going to be online anyway, so we pushed it back to October and ended up, you know, just finishing. We had it for 21 days in October. So... that's where we are that's awesome and yeah again if those
0: of you who are joining in today's world vegan day and then november is uh like world vegan month right like vegan awareness month so it's great to have these conversations you know to like spark interest because those of you watching whether you are vegan or not or plant-based or not uh, like what Tracy talks about, and like what her platform is about, is for everyone, um, and especially the Black community and Black women to kind of just learn more about our health and our bodies. So, we're really excited to have you here. <laughs> and, like, we titled this um, IG Live is like soul food because we talk about mind, body, and soul here at Soul Tree mm-hmm. Sisters. Yeah. And so, first, we
1: wanted to ask you, what does holistic health mean to you? It means exactly that. Mind, body, soul, spirit. Um, I believe that, um, you know, this is a lifestyle. It's not just about food. And, and for me, it actually starts in your mind, um, deciding that you are going to, you know, be vegan, eat healthier for a specific reason. And for me, it's so that I, could, I can have a more free life, right? So free of disease free of disability, um, freedom to um, be limber and flexible and active in my, in my senior years like my mother is right. And that allows me to that's a foundation for me to live out my life's purpose. So mm-hmm. for me, automatically, it's a holistic way of looking at it. It's not just to be vegan to be vegan. Mm-hmm. You know, it's for me for the animals for the planet for other people. So. This is the way that um, I think that you know culturally we practice it. It's the way Dick Gregory talks about it. The community he talks about it. So it's it's automatically a holistic approach to how you live mm-hmm. your life. You know?
0: Yes, definitely. And how Alyssa and I actually found you and like was aware of your platform was from the documentary, <laughs> The Invisible Vegan, which oh. is so great. And we hosted a, a filming screening for it on our platform. And that really was like the catalyst for us to think differently about our health and what we're eating um and i remember like before we hosted that documentary like a friend asked like oh so are you going to be vegan i was like oh not necessarily i was like i'm just watching it like i just like to you know learn new things but mm-hmm. after that, that that documentary was so powerful because mm-hmm. it talks to like i took since it is for the black community and how talking about like reclaiming soul food and you know empowering our communities so like not eating factory farm foods you know because that disproportionately affects our communities like those things really resonated with me and then finding your platform I was like okay she's having this um campaign to put it into action like what we learned in the film because you know sometimes you can watch a documentary and then you just have that knowledge and you sit on it so we right. were, it was great timing that then you had your 21-day weekend <laughs> fresh start. like Okay, we can practice what we just learned. And it has definitely been an eye-opening experience for all three of us, me, my mom, and my sister. And, like, each of us have our own intentions as to why we're starting this journey and where this will lead us. But it has definitely helped to have your community. Um, and like you said, like, holistic health is the lifestyle. And- Mm -hmm. different things we've talked about with sustainability on our platform is about you know not only taking care of the environment and the communities but ourselves and I feel like that's exactly what your platform is speaking to is like okay we can do all these things for our community like you know with the uh, Black Lives Matter movement happening right now like there's so many great things happening but at the same time you do have to take that step back to think about how that's impacting like your own body um, so I feel like your platform does bring in that whole holistic aspect um, but really quick for the audience uh, we also wanted to put that question out to you all like what does holistic health mean to you so feel free to put in the chat or the comment box below and then also if you guys have questions throughout for Tracy um, you could put it in either the comments or the question box on the bottom and we'll get to them at the end so I just wanted to do some of that, like, housekeeping stuff. Um, but yes, <laughs> holistic health is uh, one of our pillars for Tree Sisters. And, like, at our events and the talks that we do, we always emphasize the holistic self. Um, like, not only because c- of my public health background, but also with my sister, when we merge in the arts part, too. It's like, okay, you need to take care of your spirit and your soul. And that's kind of where that comes in. Um, but yeah, you talked about being a vegan for 33 years. And so what, like you talked about what inspired you to start, but what kind of kept you sustaining this lifestyle? <laughs> it's
1: a good question.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: just because, you know, back, you, it's a good question because obviously 33 years ago it was not as popular as it is mm-hmm. now. And there wasn't the internet. So you didn't see people all the time, you know, like mm-hmm. as easily as you can now. But what kept me sustained in doing it is, number one, I did my research and my reading, and I knew that this was the healthiest way to eat. And so mm-hmm. I was not, I was, that's what I was going to do, regardless of whether my friends or family members were going to do it. It was enough that I knew, right? Yes. Um, and, um, but the fact that my mother and one of my sisters did it with me was wonderful. I mean, it would have been much, much more difficult if they had, mm-hmm. if we had not gone in together, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. and have been doing it throughout, right? So we yeah. supported each other. So I had my family circle. And then I had mm-hmm. this community in DC, because I moved back here to DC yeah. when I graduated from college and mm-hmm. went back, came back into this big vegan community. So it wasn't hard, Um, you know, it, it really, even though, you know, um, other people, you know, this is, it's a meat and dairy based society, you Mm -hmm. know, really was then also, and um, fewer resources available. Mm -hmm. Um, It was my family uh, community and my um, DC black vegan community that Mm -hmm. really sustained me. It was really thriving. So there was no reason to go back, you know? And I also have to say, so I'm 54. When I started, I was 1920. So I saw people who were my age now, mm-hmm. who had been vegan for 30, yeah. 40, 50 years. And they were, they looked fabulous to me. Mm-hmm. They were fit, they were active. Yes, they, and you know, do too. You and your you. Mother and so many
0: other <laughs> women that were in the Facebook community. I was just like, my jaw was like, oh my God, you guys look amazing.
1: This. Yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I was, I was, you know, inspired by that. And I said, mm-hmm. you know, there's no, you know, people were, people were raw foodists. People were, yeah. uh, you know, um, all types of vegetarian and vegan, you know, back mm-hmm. then. And so um, there was no, there, there were, it, they were inspirational to me. There was no reason to think that I wouldn't be able to be like that, you know, mm-hmm. and I wanted that for my life. So. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't hard once I made mm-hmm. the decision. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's why like before me and my sister did the challenge with you, uh, we were having a conversation just among me and her and we were like, okay, are we just doing it for 21 days? Or like, and we were just like, I don't know. Like, and I was like, I know my personality. Like if I choose to do something, I am very like, okay, determined to do it. And so that kind of, for me actually was a hesitation because I was like, okay, if I'm, choosing this lifestyle, like what does that entail? But it's like comforting and encouraging to know there's women like you. Um, and then even some of my peers that I know um, are vegan or plant-based or vegetarian. And so it made me realize that, like, oh, I do actually have a community of women who are doing this lifestyle as well. Like, so it's not as nerve wracking, I guess, because I can now lean into them. And being mm-hmm. part of the Facebook community from the challenge has been so mm-hmm. helpful because, like, I love hot chocolate. And the other day, some woman posted like, "Oh, what's these <laughs> vegan hot chocolate recipes?" And there was like a plethora of responses. So those things kind of help motivate me like through this journey. Like, since I'm still in the mm-hmm. beginning stages, like. Mm-hmm. And also, like you said, going vegan with your mom and your sister is like so parallel to my experience right now. Exactly. And it's been also very encouraging because me and my sister also were like, okay, for the holidays, like, what is that going to look like? Because I'm going to be back home with them and we're you know going to be celebrating. And me and my sister were like, oh, I guess, like, if mom and dad want to have, you know, non-vegan holiday meals, like maybe, is that gonna be something we do? And then we called my mom and she was like, oh no, like I'm looking up these recipes and like, I wanna try like vegan stuff. So it's nice that like each of us in our own way are like motivated to keep going, so like, one of us if we call and we're like oh I just saw this picture of Korean barbecue this looks so good and my mom's like oh how about we try with like tofu or something so it's been nice to have that reassurance that like if one of us is like kind of nervous of like oh how can I eat this dish that I used to love in this plant-based way and then like we're able to have this reassurance now and I think through this virtual space has definitely uh, been helpful in that so yeah I feel like my journey right now is very similar to when you were starting as well which is so great um And your background is in public health nutrition um, and you have your MPH, which is what um, I am getting, studying for my MPH as well, but I'm studying epidemiology. And I know some people tuned in here, have their MPH, are in uh, grad school for a master's in public health as well. Um, So I did want to ask like, kind of how does, eating plant-based or vegan play a role in like health and wellness of one the black community but specific black women
1: well you know we are fabulous as black women progressive leaders in so many ways right we know that but we uh, and and I I actually like to to start with um, what's positive and abundant Mm -hmm. not the black right Mm -hmm. and so we are all of that we know and eight percent of uh, African Americans are vegan and vegetarian, right? Mm-hmm. And most of them are women. So we are already, you know, pioneers and leading this charge. Eight percent of African Americans, as compared to three percent of, of mm-hmm. Americans overall, right? So that's huge. More, almost three times as much. So mm-hmm. that's the really good news. Black women are becoming vegan in record numbers. Um, But 92% of us are still eating, you know, um, animal based foods, meat and dairy, and Mm -hmm. primarily the standard American diet. And that is wreaking havoc on our health. So that's the issue, right, that we have to address just Mm -hmm. introducing more and more women to why this is important. The, the, um, the fact that, the, that most of us are eating you know, meat and dairy based the standard American diet means that we're experiencing some of the worst health outcomes, right?
0: Mm-hmm. We
1: have higher rates of heart disease. We have um, and we're getting them at younger ages. Mm-hmm. Um, 50% of us from 20 and up have heart disease. 50,000 Black women a year die from heart disease, which is completely preventable. Um, so, and then there is diabetes, there's unhealthy weight, there's certain cancers, Mm -hmm. breast cancer rates are much higher, uh, stroke. And we know the systemic white supremacy, um, heteropatriarchy, these are all like, this is the foundation, right? Of, um, the problems that we experience in all kinds of ways, health being one of them, right? Mm -hmm. But, so we know that, that stress from dealing with, That system Mm -hmm. is causing us to. um, The result of that means that we have the least access to the healthiest foods. Mm -hmm. We have the least access to um, resources to get these foods. Um, And yet, you know, even within that structure, you have communities like DC that I grew up in in the 80s that had these. Um, 12 to 14 vegan establishments in low-income Black neighborhoods. So we've done this, right? We Mm -hmm. can still do it. Um, So it's just a matter of information, I think, just letting people understand, connecting the dots as to why Mm -hmm. we eat the way we eat and how we can do something differently with different information and improve our health. Um, So it's really important for Black women in particular because when we're free, everybody's free, right? And by free, as I said, I mean freer to live yeah, a long right. and healthy life disease free. Uh, it's not 100% guaranteed, but it's the best option that we have in terms of, yeah. of eating plant-based food. So um, yeah, so I think that that's why it's so important for Black women, because we experience the worst health outcomes. But we also are the most influential when it comes to veganism period and um in when once we become vegan we can you know affect our families our social circles our communities and ultimately the nation
0: yes yes to all of that (laughs) i especially like when you said like being free but translating that to disease free Mm-hmm. um because I think that's so important especially now with this year with the pandemic called yes. COVID-19 and seeing black and brown communities you know disproportionately affected and how you know a lot of times we're talking about like treatment and things like that but it's important like in my like passion is like the prevention part and I think plant-based yeah. eating of course you know is part of that prevention like we don't have to wait till we get these different things um, is to, you know, live a lifestyle that's preventing it from happening in the first place um, through all the different holistic aspects. So I love that you mentioned that too, like how our freedom is being disease free as well. So I feel like that can be its own little like picture, (laughs) t-shirt. So I love that. And that kind of goes into the next question I was going to ask but it was like, how does holistic health and like social justice merge for your platform and what you do?
1: Well, you know, again, there are a couple of ways that I look at that. So, um, you know, people think that vegans, omnivores, tend to and omnivores being people who eat meat and dairy tend to think that vegans are the food police or can think that vegan are the food police right yeah but it's really the food industry in the usda that determines what we eat the food advertising industry determines what we eat they are the food police right um and so um that is a that is an industry like most industries in this country that is exploitative and extractive and puts profit over people and profit over good health, right? Mm -hmm. So they are just going to market the foods that are going to bring them the most money. And those are going to be junk foods and highly processed foods. Mm -hmm. That means that the the people who are the most depressed in this society are going to be targeted the most, right? We're going to be exploited the most um, and targeted the most. That's a social justice issue. The Mm -hmm. fact that there are not health food stores in our communities, until they're gentrified, is a social mm-hmm. justice issue. Um, these are these are inextricable, right? And it should not be news because health is just a system, like education, like housing, like um, jobs. You know, health is another industry in this country. Mm-hmm. Food. The food companies are not nonprofits, right? They're not social service yeah. agencies. They're there to make money off of whatever Mm -hmm. food they can. So um, that's, you know, I think that when you talk to folks in those terms and just have them see it in a different way, it becomes very clear, right? Mm -hmm. That they were not, you know, magically born to want to eat these foods that are, you know, slowly killing them or slowly causing them to have disease. Mm -hmm. They are, this is by design that they are eating this way. It's not just that. Their moms, their parents gave it to them. Their parents mm-hmm. gave it to them because that's where their parents ate. And why mm-hmm. did their parents eat it? We we're targeted in every industry, mm-hmm. including the food that we eat. So yes. yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just a matter of, it's of, of showing folks that food is just, just like you know any other industry. And mm-hmm. we're targeted. And we can do something about it. So that's the first mm-hmm. thing. Really yes. quickly, the second thing. Uh, in terms of social justice, is this, and I'm actually um, will be, you know, have been writing and will be writing more about this. But um, you know, I look at Black Lives Matter and uh, the 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 fact that there are about one to one thousand to three thousand people that the police kill every year, primarily mm-hmm. unarmed, right, including you know mostly black and brown people. Um, uh, well, disproportionately black and brown people, mm-hmm. right? Then you have 300,000 black people who die every year of primarily preventable diseases. Three thousand, three hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. You have a global movement around the 3,000. You do not have a global movement around the 300,000. Mm-hmm. Both are tragic and preventable and systemic, right? Yeah. But why are... Why do we not know? Where is the public outcry about this one? It's because these people, it's this, it's the, because people don't know. The people who are mm-hmm. out protesting are eating the food that will make them one of the 300,000, right? Yeah. They are less likely to be one of the 3,000, much more likely to be one of the 300,000. Mm-hmm. People don't know that. And yeah. that is tragic to me. And so Mm -hmm. that's part of the social justice piece of it, too.
0: Yeah, definitely. I like how you broke it down in that kind of, um, not a metaphor, but you broke it down in a way for people to understand. Because yeah, I feel like with health and stuff, like it's, uh, I think in the Invisible Vegan documentary, it was brought up too how like these chronic diseases are, now we kind of internalize them to think that like, oh, it's inevitable that we will get these things. But no, like you're saying, it's like, no, the system is designing our communities to create this lifestyle because of, like you said, like accessibility, price, affordability, all those things, equity, equity. Um, and so it's not necessarily like our fault, you know, it's like just a symptom of the system. Because I think it's great that you mentioned that. and. I also liked in the Invisible Vegan documentary when she mentioned like reclaiming soul food and black cultural foods and Mm -hmm. using plant-based ingredients, healthy ingredients to create (laughs) Because I know with my journey, I think a few years ago, like when I did have friends becoming plant-based, I was like, well, how do you eat like your cultural foods? Um, Because, you know, there's just right now it seems that it's mostly you know meat and dairy based and those kind of like all those different things ingredients in them um, but now knowing that like yes you can make it and be plant-based and still feel like you can participate in your culture you can bring a dish to the potluck that people are going to eat um, and it's not necessarily like oh you have to be vegan and you have to like completely like go away from your culture or you can't be a part of this movement because you're saying that like soul food is bad it's like no we're saying that this is great and you can do this other thing as well so i think that's very important that you that that like health is a part of the social justice um, ecosystems like what me and my sister say there's an ecosystem like all of us play a role and all of us you know influence and have an effect on one another. and definitely health and food is a big one um, but yeah so thank you for breaking that down a lot of people in the comments have been saying like this is like so great of responding to all of what you have been sharing um, and another part of what sultry our values are is community and sisterhood. Um, And you spoke a little bit earlier about you creating the challenge for black women to come together to be on this journey of plant based eating. Um, And so how does community and sisterhood play a role in the work that you do, whether that is the challenge or even outside of that?
1: Yeah, it's huge. It's all for me, community is, is really, really important because, again, it was the, my family is my community and then the DC community mm-hmm. that allowed me to, to become vegan and, and stay vegan and enjoy being vegan. Right. Um, and so I understand the importance of having community um, so the, the 21 Day Vegan Fresh Start was a structure, a program that I created, but it was important for me for the women, you know, to take to own it, to be to take responsibility for it. Like, you know, it it wasn't about me as a personality. Um, And some people are like, why don't you talk about your books more? Why don't you do this or this about all you've done? And I'm like, that's not what this is, right? This is about uh, creating a platform and a structure for women to have a designated period of time where they Mm -hmm. can say, this is about me and I'm going to go vegan for 21 days with this guide, with this structure, from this person who knows what she's talking about. And I'm gonna take ownership of it and I'm gonna be in community with these women and I'm a guide, you know what I mean? Not the personality, not the focus, the guide. And so for me, that's how you build, that's for me how you build community, right? Mm -hmm. Is you 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 give people the freedom to experience it with the people in the in the program, right? Um, so and you can see um, how women are responding. You know, I I want, you know I think that I set the tone and that I asked people to be supportive and to be warm and to cheer each other on and yeah. to share stories and be inspired, informed, and affirmed right Mm -hmm. and i think people just went with that because that's naturally what we would do anyway right with our friends and our family Mm -hmm. so you know that's what i wanted to create and i think that you know it's it's been really really helpful for people so community is is everything
0: yes yes someone mentioned their favorite part of the challenge was community um, also, uh, my mom's so what your mama says the community you created is a great resource and support for all of us. Thank you. Yes. Because like you said, community is so important to like inform each other. Um, and that I saw that happening through like people were. Um, asking for recipes and like how can I do this in a vegan or plant based way and that was amazing and then also like you said affirming to see people post their foods and so you get inspired like okay let me try that recipe in the in the plan and um, and so yeah I feel like the way you had like you said set the tone really did open up for that community and I think it'll go beyond just that Facebook group as well. Like I know some women yeah. are joining here today on the live and I'm sure in other ways too like now we're talking about it on our Soul SoulTrue community and we have had different events about sustainability and eating plant based um, but now is a little bit different because me and my sister are um, eating plant based <laughs> now um, <laughs> so right. it's just yeah it's a different dynamic definitely because people now are like oh, okay they can see us doing it and like we're kind of you know sharing as we go on the journey um, for ourselves is just like accountability. And I feel like the group um, that you created was like also like an accountability group too because yeah. we're showing up being like, okay, I ate this. Oh, like this happened. Okay. Um, oh, how do I do this? And that's really important for us as Sultry Sisters as well is just, you know, to show up like that's what we just encourage everyone to do. Like whether, you know, you slip up or whether it's like a great day and you made all the meals you wanted, but right. you know, to just show up and do it and just be transparent as you can. And so exactly. we really did enjoy it.
1: Mm-hmm. Good, yeah. I, I, I wanted to, to just say one more, one more <laughs> thing about that. Yeah, you know, definitely if you slip up, keep going. Um, it, this is, all, slipping mm-hmm. up is all part of the process. Um, and also, um, in, in one of the things that I think is really important about our community, it was my intention to have everybody, they, I haven't said this yet, but to have everybody jump 10 years ahead, right? Mm-hmm. So we are, that's why we're doing whole food plant-based. Yeah. This is how I eat. This is how I've, eat, mm-hmm. I've eaten for, the, for 33 years. Um, this is how I've taught it for 30 years. Most vegans, most vegan cookbooks, are just vegan, but they're not necessarily healthy, right? So they mm-hmm. they will have a lot of processed food, a lot of fat, salt, and sugar, okay. um, white flour products, refined mm-hmm. products. This program had none of that, right? Mm-hmm. And so that means that we jump 10 years ahead because it usually yeah. takes people a while to understand mm-hmm. that this isn't, you know, that, that they're healthier foods and they will feel even better once they, you know, go to healthy plant-based. And so we started there. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's why people had such wonderful results in just 14 days so quickly, Mm -hmm. because they were eating these healthy foods. And so that, as you go, you see the Mm -hmm. results, You see you have more energy, you have more mental clarity. It opens, it's a path, it's a window, right? It opens up so many things, and you're able to see that in 14 days. And so that inspires you to want to keep going, right? And so, um, that's one of the, th- you know, you share that with each other and mm-hmm. if we had done it and if I hadn't worried about it being whole food, plant-based people would not have gotten these results so quickly, mm-hmm. um, and, and been able to share that. So I just wanted yeah. to put that out there too.
0: Yeah. Cause I like that you also, yeah, make that distinction between vegan, which just means, you know, dairy Well, for vegan eating, a vegan diet is dairy free, um, meat free, which but that leaves room for interpretation as processed foods, you know, like vegan chips, vegan cookies, vegan chocolate, candy bars, and stuff, which you know, can be okay. And you know, but like you said, that's not the main thing you're trying to, you know, teach us is like, eating the whole food. So like for the beginning of the challenge in the two weeks, I went to my farmer's market, which is like not something I usually I see, I didn't think about it. So <laughs> I went to the farmer's market and now I love it. I get to see all the fresh veggies and there's different awesome varieties there. And it's so much fresher. Like y'all, if you don't go to your farmer's market, please do, cause it is a mm-hmm. game changer. And then on top of that, like cooking everything from scratch, like literally like making all the sauces and different yes. add-ons and the meals is also not what i normally do because i'm in grad school so i just like grab like oh i'll have tofu tenders or whatever like a mock right. chicken tenders but it's processed um so like then switching to your plan we're just, like okay making our own from scratch was really eye opening for me to like learn new recipes that I really like and it was quick to make and that's something I'm like oh wow it doesn't have to take a long time so I really appreciated that too Um, so those of you who are watching who maybe are interested in eating plant-based vegan diet it does not have to be a lot it's like pretty easy like once you get all the ingredients so if that's like a barrier to you trying it I would say try Tracy's (laughs) plan because it was really (laughs) awesome Also, it was easy to kind of follow throughout that time. Um, But yeah, so thank you for mentioning that. Um, And... For us as um, Soul Tree Sisters, it's really important for us to do soul care. So like self-care, but we take care of our mind, body, and soul. And especially as entrepreneurs, uh, we know that it's really important to take care of ourselves and during this pandemic with everything happening on many different aspects of our lives. Um, so how do you um, take care of yourself and sustain your mind, body, and soul?
1: So I love that question. And what I do is what I call my sacred seven. So Mm -hmm. um, that means, yeah, so I do, um, I journal, Mm -hmm. um, I do yoga, I do meditation, Mm -hmm. I eat well, I sleep well, um, I I, uh, say what I'm grateful for, and I do Mm -hmm. something to help others, right? So Mm -hmm. I try to do those seven things every day. And it's not a big, big deal, you know, um, to get them all in. And it's Mm -hmm. throughout the day. And most of them I get done, you know, first thing in the morning the the yoga, the meditation, the journaling, um, you know, um, the starting to eat well. Mm -hmm. So those are the things that when I'm doing those things every day, um, at least five days a week during the work week, Mm -hmm. um, I'm most centered and most calm and most focused and uh i think that i do my you know i'm at my best so um those are the things i know to do and and being mm-hmm. vegan actually opened those doors being vegan mm-hmm. i you know I actually used to be a yoga teacher in my 30s after i became vegan. awesome yeah it opened up yoga and meditation mm-hmm. and so many other things so But that's what I do to take care of myself. That's awesome. And I love
0: that because your sacred seven goes into what you're saying, that holistic aspect of health and wellness and your whole well-being. Like you're not saying just eating healthy or just doing this one thing or just doing yoga. It's all of it all the time as well. You know, like finding that routine. And that's what we love sharing on our platform too, is like finding what works for you and like we always share different soul care tools and that's why we like to ask our guests too like what you guys do (laughs) so we can learn from you and try things out um Mm because we like to journal and like i have essential oils right now like in the bag oh yeah yeah so it's just you know whatever calls to us during that week and stuff but yeah i love that the sacred seven Um, and so I know I'll do one more last question before I open up to the questions that we have in the question box. Um, but I know the holidays are coming up and that can kind of be maybe a roadblock for some who are on the plant-based journey. Um, so what are some of your like favorite, um, vegan holiday recipes, um, that kind of go to what some people might like slip up on? (laughs)
1: Yeah, we actually, you know, in the group and uh, on the um, did a whole I did a whole post on that actually on Friday. But, um, you know, um, mac and cheese, collard greens, cornbread, sweet potatoes, um, kale salad, um, uh, breaded tofu cutlets, um, uh, pecan pie um string beans with shiitake mushrooms oh gosh I think I had about 12 or 15 things listed they're all in my Mm -hmm. ageless vegan book which is available at the library or wherever books are sold Mm -hmm. um so these are so they're all um there was collard greens and and Mm -hmm. uh curry quinoa I mean there's so many recipes that are you know that that can be a part of you know traditional um, holiday meals, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, Christmas, Kwanzaa, and for me, it's not about replacing a dead bird at the center of the table, right? Mm-hmm. That that it's, you know, go beyond that. It's about what is the bounty that's available in your where you mm-hmm. where you are. What's the what are the what are the fruits, vegetables you know what's what's available and you Mm -hmm. put those flavors on your table and if you think about it what are you see what would you be seasoning the turkey with oil flour dried herbs those Mm -hmm. are all plants right yeah so uh the you you just use those same herbs and spices stuffing is vegan you just you know rice is vegan you just use those same Mm -hmm. those same herbs and spices and you you know you use them for plant-based recipes. So it's really not hard. You just have to think beyond the bird. Yeah, that's so true. It's like (laughs) opening your mind, which definitely
0: the challenge has done for me is like just open my mind to like different ways to make things that like I wouldn't normally make it in this way, but it tastes so good or it tastes very similar to a dish I would previously make. And so yeah, it's definitely eye-opening. Tina mentioned mushroom gravy with coconut milk. Awesome. Um, Gravy. My gosh! And then Janae says, "Holistic health has been a huge passion of mine. So happy to see it being shared more as a foundation for health. Yes, that's why we loved having Tracy on today because that's exactly what she talks about, and it's been great. So let me open up for some questions now. Okay. Let's see here. We have oh, we have this one. So it says, "What was the hardest part about becoming vegan?" Cheese, <laughs> cheese,
1: yes, I cheese. feel you. I feel you. Cheese. It took me about a year to let go of cheese. Um, yes, and yes. The, yeah, the thing about that was I had to read, mm-hmm. and that was my senior year in college. Yeah. I had become vegetarian, and I was like, mm? mm-hmm. I'm reading everything about how unhealthy it is and how cool it is <laughs> while I'm eating cheese. Yeah, it's gonna snap. I mean, it's gonna click, and one day, yes. was- yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yes, I feel you on that. It's like right now it's like cheese and like eggs. I guess I didn't realize how much eggs I ate until like now (laughs) I'm like plant based. Wow, (laughs) like I can't eat eggs right now. (laughs) Okay, we have another question. Okay. Do you recommend detoxing the body first before transitioning to a vegan lifestyle? That's a great question.
1: yeah, it depends. You know, it depends on where you are. If you are experiencing <laughs> experiencing a chronic disease, mm-hmm. then that might be something you want to explore with your healthcare professional, right? Doing uh doing a kind of, of detox. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are someone who is not experiencing a chronic disease, um, you could do it, um, or you could just start eating whole food plant-based. And that mm-hmm. will naturally detox your body. Yeah. So- it naturally <laughs> detoxes <Yeah>. your body, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I can attest Survivor.
0: the first week because you're eating, like if you're doing plant-based vegan, like eating whole yeah. foods, like mm-hmm. the fiber you're eating, you know, all those colors of the rainbow, it will definitely just naturally detox yeah. and take it out. That was what's happening to me. I was kind of confused at first, but it's been great after that. <laughs> you get you
1: yeah yeah Yeah. exactly you naturally Mm -hmm. it's naturally going to clean out your colon Mm -hmm. I mean it's naturally going to clean out your clear out your bloodstream so Mm -hmm. you don't have to do it but it's definitely you know something that you can do it just depends on your situation
0: yes that's true okay another good question how do you handle still being in social settings with friends or family who aren't
1: plant-based or vegan? Oh, it's easy. You are the you determine how your ease and your confidence and your comfort is what is is what matters. And that sets Mm -hmm. the tone. So um, you don't have to answer questions about why you're eating vegan. Just Mm -hmm. like um, you don't have to fight every battle. Um, You can decide if someone asks you if a family member or friend asks you why are you eating this way you can say oh you know, we can talk about it later, or, oh, you know, I'm eating vegan now, or, oh, it makes me feel good, and if they persist, you can say, oh, let's talk about it afterwards, I have a great book, or a great Mm -hmm. video to recommend, you, or, you know, you determine that, you set that tone, you do Mm -hmm. not have to make yourself, make it awkward, or uncomfortable, your Mm -hmm. ease, is your ease right they don't have to change the way they eat for you they don't have to answer your questions you don't have to answer their questions or change the Mm -hmm. way you eat it's really 90 percent of this is mental Mm -hmm. so you decide that you are you are comfortable and confident in the way that you eat and Mm -hmm. that's it you know so you Mm -hmm. you answer or or you answer questions accordingly but you do not have to be defensive at all Definitely.
0: I also feel like if maybe in this situation, if you're going to like a restaurant, or if you're maybe it's a potluck to like make like bring your own dish that you can eat, you know, so at least you know you have that so you won't feel maybe tempted to eat something that's not plant based vegan. Or if you're going to a restaurant, like looking up the menu, I know Friends, before I was plant-based like if I would go with them and they are plant-based and like they would maybe either request to see the menu of the place we've chosen or like be like okay is it you know plant-based vegan friendly and Mm -hmm. stuff so I was always open to them so I'm hoping my friends would also be open to me doing similar yeah yeah
1: and Mm -hmm. most places most places have some vegan options Mm -hmm. um available at this at this point because the vegan person is if they can't eat (laughs) <laughs> then the then you know the whole group may go somewhere else. So so the yeah. so restaurants are very aware that they yes. you know have some good vegan options. For yes, sure. it's
0: also yeah different. Like you said, Tracy, now in twenty twenty versus like you know maybe back in the day or something. Because yeah. yeah, there's like a plethora of like vegan options. But also like we said earlier, you know be also mindful and intentional. Like okay, are you eating something just because the label says vegan, or are you right. eating? healthy foods that are fulfilling you. So still be wary of that. Um, Absolutely. And then we have another question here, sort of similar, but like, what are some of your favorite snacks to have on hand? Um, so maybe if you are having these cravings or, you know, just sure. you can't eat something.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I like, um, air pops popcorn. I like, yes. um, I love to have, um, What else do I like? Um, uh, I I like to make uh, cookies, like chocolate chip cookies. I have, I mean, these are still all whole food, you know, ingredients. Um, I love pecan pie. I like um, baked chips. Um, I love. um, Did I? What else? Gosh, so many things. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I snack, you know, especially when I'm writing so mm-hmm. yeah there there are lots of different there are lots of different kinds of food, and so typically i will um you know buy some air pop popcorn and you know spice it up with some nutritional yeast and cayenne yeah. pepper um and uh you know munch on that or something or you know um little uh pizza you know mm-hmm. chips, not chips but pizza you know and and cut into little yeah. pieces i'll eat that. So it just depends, you know, but there are lots of options I like to I like to make or I if I buy it, I make sure it's whole food.
0: Yeah, definitely. I feel like what you were saying earlier is kind of like just opening up your mind as to what is or what can be plant based vegan because I think many of us are misinformed or uneducated about it. We just don't know what exactly we can eat. So yeah, just definitely, you know, just whatever is the whole food fruit form. And then of course, you're just making it to more easier. It's like a snack is just something you can eat in an easier fashion. So sometimes, yeah. like you said, it's just cutting up the pizza. So having it. Yeah. In- mm-hmm.
1: yeah.
0: And then also, I was gonna say also like making stuff from scratch or like by hand, like, so if you're making cookies, like I watched I think it was a different documentary, but it was about like, if you make things, I think it's the cook documentary, he's talking about if you make uh-huh. things whole, like from scratch by yourself, and you want to make a whole pie, like most often you're going to make it with healthier ingredients than if you buy the pie from the store, even Absolutely. if the pie says vegan. So I also encourage everyone watching to, you know, like make things from scratch at home and you'll be surprised. Like I'm very pleasantly surprised at like how easy some things are actually yeah. to make. And then it's kind of like the empowering aspect too. Like you said, making mm-hmm. things your own. I feel like also making things on your own is very important as well.
1: Yeah. And you make a bunch of it, right? So yes. you can have some for later and mm-hmm. you you know, to snack on for a while, mm-hmm. for, for the week. Yes,
0: okay, we have another question here. So what, oh, I think part of it got lost, but what are your thoughts on shifting the country's politically toward a more plant-based lifestyle? Um, let me see if I can see the rest. Lifestyle, given the system being constructed the way it is, um, I think it's mentioning like for us to eat like processed foods, um,
1: yeah, um, we, that, it's happening, you know, it's demand. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's consumer demand. As I said, these food industries are not social service agencies. So it's the mm-hmm. demand. Um, and the more that we uh, demand the food, the more that, you know, we want whole food plant-based mm-hmm. foods and encourage others to eat it, the more available it will be. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, on the policy level, There are a lot, there are organizations um, uh, and individuals, myself included, Mm -hmm. that have, you know, that are working on these issues, trying to get school systems, um, state governments um, to add more uh, options for Mm -hmm. uh, schools. So there are lots of ways, lots of organizations that you can look into in your own area to see who is, who is already working on these issues and you can join them. OK, I think Janae was saying, to clarify, policy regarding education and health care. Okay. Education and health care. So you mean like in, in graduate uh, education and healthcare? Yeah. So um, I guess hopefully we've answered that in terms of getting um, the healthcare care system to change. It's happening. There are Kaiser, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, um they are actually encouraging uh plant-based foods they actually have now booklets um for their their uh, subscribers to eat more plant-based foods so it's happening in terms of uh medical schools and schools public health schools public health nutrition schools that's demand also mm-hmm. um, when i was in grad school in 2001 to 2003 i had to demand that um the way that they taught veganism and plant based nutrition changed because they taught it from lack. Um, And it did eventually change. So you you know, Mm -hmm. we have the power with our voice to Mm -hmm. create these changes.
0: Yes, definitely. Um, This has been such a great talk. We only have a few (laughs) minutes left. So, like to close out, we wanted to ask you because Sultry Sisters, our motto is live vibrant and shine bright. So, we wanted to ask you, Tracy, what does living vibrant and shining bright
1: mean to you? Joy. It means having joy. Um, You know, we are going vegan to me is all about joy and abundance. And um, I think that, you know, that's the way you have to look at it a, as, a, as a beautiful adventure, as a beautiful journey, and mm-hmm. that will keep you vibrant and shining, you know, for, for decades to come. Um, it can open up a whole new world for you. So don't look at it as deprivation. I never have. Mm-hmm. Look at it as something that's joyful and fun and uh, exciting.
0: Yes, it's definitely joyful, fun for us so far. And like you said, also that abundance. So instead of the scarcity mindset, is abundance. Like, oh, all the different foods I can try now, the new yeah. recipes. I've tried so many different veggies in the last two weeks that I didn't <laughs> right. know really, uh, like, how to cook before. Um, but, yes, we love that you shared that with us. Um, and just to close out, do you want to share, like, um, what's coming up with you and your community and for your platform, like, any upcoming events or things that we can tune into?
1: Sure. Well, you can um, tune in. We will be having uh, another program soon, probably starting <laughs> at the beginning of the year. So okay. by anygreensnecessary.com necessary.com or at by any greens, I'll be sharing mm-hmm. all of what's coming up.
0: Okay, awesome. Yes, so please, I'm putting Tracy's handle again. So follow Tracy at By Any Greens. Um, She's really awesome. And she has so much information that she shares and she's doing so much awesome work for the community. Um, And it's transcending, like you said, to uh, all across the US and I'm sure the world as well. But we're so grateful for you to come onto our community, onto our platform to share your wonderful wisdom with us. And just to share and be in community. Um, We have our Hangouts every week. It's just a way for us to check in and kind of just talk about like what we're doing, what we're up to. Um, So thank you. Thank you again for joining us. And thank you everyone who joined in. This was such a great talk. We had so much engagement on this one. So thank you all for joining. It wouldn't have been our Sultry Hangout (laughs) without all of y'all. So thank you for that. yeah.
1: Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thank you.
0: Thank you. you. And for Soul Tree Hangout, we do it every Sunday. So same time, same place. Catch us next week um actually we might not have one next week because of the week but maybe the week after we will but yes thank you all for tuning in thank you again Tracy this will be saved onto our um, IGTV so if you guys um came in late or if you had to leave out early or if your friends want to watch definitely share um the recording of it but thank you have a great week Bye. bye